Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And we're both in the same room for the first time. In two weeks. I know. Wow. Uh, You had really nice travels. I had some travels. I went to, well, if you listen, then you know, I went to Raleigh. I went to Portland. I ate food. I saw family. I went to a music festival. That sounds great. I've done very little in the past two weeks except for work and yeah, that's about it. Well, got to do something about that. Quit (laughs) your job, go on unemployment and then um, get like swindle people into like buying you plane tickets for various reasons to different cities. I would love to have that skill of just being a scammer, um, but yeah. it's not its not in my blood, unfortunately. I know. Well, I guess I'm not really a scammer. No, I you're think not. I was just like a plus one yeah. for Brian's thing. <laughs> then, like, you my consider it a long scam. It was, it's a long con for sure, but I mean, it's not its not the best version of it that's <laughs> ever happened considering it's like the only like monetary, like gift of any monetary value I've ever really received from him. It's like a <laughs> plane ticket to Raleigh for a uh, week. I mean, how romantic is that? It was fun. Uh, the other thing I've been doing is looking at Gwyneth Paltrow's Instagram, Goop's Instagram. Yeah, you said there was a nude that got taken there, down. But no, it huh? did not get taken down. But it was, uh, I guess, controversial. On September 10th, Goop, the not Gwyneth's personal Insta, but Goop Insta posted a picture of a blonde woman from the back doing like, um, like a nude yoga pose. And... I, it, I don't get why it was controversial. The, ca- the caption was something about, um, I don't know, someone that was not Gwyneth. Uh, oh, Dana Child's intuitive. So it was some intuitive that they were talking about. And then people, I think, thought that the picture was of Gwyneth Paltrow. And 
were making horrible like comments about her body. It was really weird. But and then it like of course the oh. Gwyneth Paltrow news cycle keeps chugging along. So they like every media outlet like wrote something about it. Wait, I saw that picture. I never for a second thought that was no. Gwyneth Paltrow. You but know I Gwyneth do know her body like the back of my yeah. Hand. <laughs> like if you know Gwyneth, you know that that's not her body. Like that's obviously not her hair. It's just another blonde. It's woman. like another blonde. People are so People stupid. Are really Wait, stupid. can I? Sorry, can you turn it? Because she's yeah. more like curvy. She's got more like um. She's just, it's a different body. Yeah, it's a different body. Yeah. Uh, another, I mean, beautiful body. Just sure. like Gwyneth's body. Like everybody in Every, the world yep. is beautiful. I love them all. But it's not Gwyneth. And I think people still don't realize that Goop is like a major, like, a, like company that has a ton of people working for it. And people. It's ass- not only Gwyneth Paltrow. It's not just Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. I mean, I try to forget. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think it's all just Gwyneth. And then like sometimes Megan. <laughs> uh, no, but it's not. We got, we got everyone here. Yeah. Uh, the other big Gwyneth news that is a little, you know, more serious, obviously is the, uh, the big book by the women that wrote the original New York times, Harvey Weinstein expose, Jody Cantor and Megan, uh, Tooley. Their book came out, um, it's called She Said, and they talk about how Gwyneth was uh, one of the first people to, to get on the phone and was determined to help this investigation uh, during the beginning parts of, of their investigation when, um, when they're trying to take down Harvey. And Gwyneth, I guess, wanted to do it anonymously at first, but she was one of the first people that that was yeah, cooperative. And there was like a big like um Vanity Fair like piece that came out this week too. Like there were just like a lot of like profiles of her and like how important she was and like the big part of the story is that um after like Harvey Weinstein was always like obsessed like is Gwyneth talking to you? Is Gwyneth talking to you? And um I guess like she was talking to them, but they didn't tell Harvey obviously that she was. And then uh, he showed up at a party at her house and she felt like it was like an intimidation tactic. And she was like locked herself in the bathroom and was like calling the reporters like he's here. He's at my house. What do I do? And I feel like, you know, people love to shit on Gwyneth Paltrow, but uh, she really threw her weight and her power around and like put a lot on the line to help women and to like help expose this person. Yeah. Cause I, I, I think so now it seems like a foregone conclusion that like Harvey Weinstein would be ousted and canceled and everything. But at the time he was people still extremely get, powerful. People don't even re- realize that like it wasn't even that long ago that um, people were making a strong argument for like just completely forgiving Roman Polanski because on like the merits of his work only oh, yeah. like, I mean, some people that still was, do. Some people still do. I mean, And I, I've, this is why I've always been like a separate the art from the artist person, because I remember before when people were like, oh, but his movies are so important. How can we get rid of them? And it's like, well, you don't have to just watch the movies, but he should still be in jail because he's a rapist. Like he's a bad person. Like that doesn't mean that you can't like his movies anymore. Yeah. 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 And so I feel like it should go both ways because that was just like my opinion then. I'm like, I just feel like keep it now. Like don't give people money and don't let them be free if they've committed crimes. But like don't like you don't have to cancel everybody just like well and you don't you don't have to cancel i mean every everyone can make a personal decision whether you you know want to watch a mirror movie want to watch a woody allen movie want to watch a roman plansky movie and maybe don't give them funding in the future and you know if they're criminals they should be in in prison but like when people are like i'll i will never be able to watch rosemary's baby or never be able to watch annie hall again or talented mr ripley or something like that yeah i I don't know it's everyone has their own comfort level and 
their own triggers. So I'm not saying that you should watch these movies, but I'm, I think on your side, like I, I can, I guess, separate the artist from the art most times. At least sometimes. I mean, it's like a case by case thing, but like definitely with the Miramax movies, like they were so good. And especially the ones that Gwyneth was in. I mean, like she was amazing in those movies and like she, she helped build that brand as much as it helped. Oh my God. I mean, she brought that like Miramax was obviously already doing well by the time that Gwyneth sort of started coming on board, but her movies were part of the reason why it became as huge of a company and and became like as mainstream as it was because they were Miramax was sort of doing a lot of just smaller indie movies before before Gwyneth and Matt Damon and all those people yeah and like that was like in the 90s was when like indie movies kind of became really mainstream and like not really indie at all and kind of just it sort of was just like another studio basically but um but they were just like better than other (laughs) movies yeah because they got Gwyneth in them because Gwyneth was in um so you know the tide swings both ways for Gwyneth she's a hero she's a villain yeah I hate it because I just I just googled her name because I wanted to find this Vanity Fair thing that I read earlier this week and I was like oh I'm gonna um I'm gonna like read it and yeah the first thing was a new york post article is this a nude photo of gwyneth paltrow and it's like shut it's like first of all if it is and it's on the goop like instagram there's no scandal there like yeah. what's the scandal i don't, I and don't it's know not even her anyway it's just a blonde woman from the back yeah what what are, were people just like scandalized because it is a nude woman or they, they, a butt or they didn't think her body was what they thought it was like it, it yeah it, it, it's very confusing uh, I guess Instagram has uh, standards about, I know no they, they can't, well, they can't show, you can't show like female presenting breasts, which is a big controversy um, because of, I mean, well, just like body positivity and breastfeeding and all that stuff. So Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, is like, they're all shitty companies, whatever. The only non-shitty company is Goop. <laughs> And Goop Yourself. And Goop Yourself. Which is a company. company. Yep. Well, Patreon, <laughs> Teespring. I mean, we're a functioning yeah. business. Goop Yourself, of. LLC. That's right. Which does not exist. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, so that's Gwyneth News. Uh, I am interested. I don't know if I will read the whole thing, but like, I'm interested in reading that that She Said book. I'm sure it's... Um, I actually am not interested. You're not? I, not really. I mean, it's like I've had... I get it. Like, I know what happened. Yeah. I lived it. I, I, I'm happy it happened. Yeah, I'm wondering. It's over. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully, because he's he's in jail or not or what? No, is, he's, he's not in jail. He's on, like he always is. I always see him like going to trial. Yeah, but he, I think he like pled not guilty, and he's he's, he's just not in jail. Home. Okay, yeah. Well, then it's not over yet. Uh, other news: Marianne unfortunately was not in the debate last night, so we're not really going to talk much about that. Yeah. Um. We can um. Just, wait. Sorry. There was also a a thing about the politician. Oh, what about it? There's a new picture, a new with her and Jessica Lang and somebody else, Lucy Boynton. Oh, Lucy Boynton, yeah, she's great. In front of a lime green background, and then it also she's gonna have like a lesbian a- affair in the in the show. I can't wait. She'll have a steamy affair with Martina Navr- Navratilova. Navratilova. Perfect. In the politician. Uh, I don't know that Martina Navratilova is a very good actress, but I'm excited to see. Who is she? She's the tennis player. She's a tennis player. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is it is it her? Or is it character? I don't know if it's if I don't know. We'll it's find. It's probably out. her playing either herself or a version of herself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She was one of the first openly. I think she was the first openly gay 
a tennis player like while she was still playing tennis. Billie Jean King, I believe, um, came out maybe after she retired, but Martina came out during when she was like number one in the world. This was in the late 80s or early 90s. So she's a true trailblazer. She's playing a horse trainer. Uh, I could see her do that. Yeah. And then the new um, Netflix like flyer for the show is not a flyer. Uh, says, we promise you nasty women. And oh they're boy. all, and there's the picture. Oh no. Showing Brian. All right. Well, I like it. it's cute. I mean, I'm like, I think the nasty woman thing is a little like, I hope that they're not going to play like fight song during the show too. I can't hear this. I cannot hear a fight song again for the rest of my life or I, I have PTSD every time I hear it. Yeah. Like I, yeah, it's a little tired, but it's very like on brand Ryan Murphy, you know, corporate Democrat, corporate Democrat, Buttigieg and then 2020 like core kind of like, kind of like, is he, is he being funny? Is he being serious? I can't tell. You never can with him. No, but I'll watch it. I mean, did you like read, uh, all the other sort of, uh, in the work shows that Ryan Murphy has at Netflix? There's like, no. um, there's like, uh, a Hollywood mini series. There's an Andy Warhol series, uh, there's a bunch of stuff that sounds really interesting. Really? I, can't think, I can't think of other things on the top off the top of my head, but yeah, the list sounded very intriguing. Huh? Well, uh, so guys, subscribe to Netflix.com. It's yeah, ten ninety nine a month. If you haven't heard about it, it's a streaming service. You can also give us ten ninety nine a oh month. Oh my god, please! We have a Patreon. We would love it. Uh, ten ninety nine a month. We'll give you anything you want. <laughs> Literally, you can have anything. <laughs> That's like. And I we mean, mean anything. anything. Let's just say we won't be hiding in the bathroom if you show up to our house. Let's just say if you want a nasty woman, I can be <laughs> nasty. We both can. Uh, yeah. Marianne, not at the debate. Tragic. Um, Joe I, Biden lost his teeth. Yeah. I feel, <laughs> Bernie was horse. Bernie was horse. It was, yeah. it was a rough night for pretty much everyone. Biden say. had like a tan or something. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, feel his, like he lo- his skin was looking better than Bernie's. Yes. He, I don't know if it was a makeup thing or a Botox I thing. I thought he was wearing like bronzer. I think so. Salt Kamala tanner. was definitely on benzos. <laughs> Kamala. I mean, I saw like one second of it, but just she like said something to Biden like, yes, we can. She sounded and like it, Marianne. She sounded like Marianne and it sounded like she was like, kind of slurring her words yeah. a little bit I think, like i was like Kamala, are you okay I, she was doing like a marianne mid-atlantic accent i felt maybe it's the spirit of marianne was traveled into maybe it's voodoo doll <laughs> yes i mean maybe some marianne follower put a pin in kamala's mouth and and marianne's words came out of kamala i will like if that's true and the spirit of marianne is inhabiting kamala's body i will vote start for donating money to kamala <laughs> If she comes out next time and talks about love. If it's some sort love, of like Freaky Friday. Yeah. <laughs> where like all of a sudden Marianne Williamson yeah. wakes up. She's in Kamala Harris's body. And she's oh like, oh my God, I'm going to win this thing. And like now she's running her own campaign. Uh, that was our idea of like a buddy cop comedy. Now it's like a buddy cop comedy with Kamala and Marianne. But it's a body switching comedy. Yeah. This is This is great. really good. Ryan Murphy. Yes, Ryan. He would love Hello. that. I know. This is right up his alley. I feel like we're canceled from Hollywood because we do the stupid yeah, podcast. I we're mean, never going to get it. I think the part of the reason we're like never going to get a job is because we do this. I think so. I mean, at least at Netflix. We're never going to get a Ryan, Ryan Murphy. Murphy. I know. Ugh, should we just stop doing the podcast Maybe now? We should just but we're like a pro Gwyneth podcast. Yeah, but we've said some con things in our life. We have said some con things. Eh. We can always scrub the internet like that stupid SNL guy did not do. 
Oh my god, that was a rough clip. I was like, I watched it and I regretted it. I was like, this is crazy. Because at first, my first reaction was, oh, I'm sure it's not that bad, which yeah. is a dumb thing to say as like a white well, guy. I well, you never know because people are like yeah. kind of reactionary these days yeah. about everything. But then I watched the clip. And I'm like, oh, this is horrible. And it was racist. Like, this guy should never be on television. And it's like, even if he didn't say the slur that he said, like the whole vibe of the conversation was like really angry and like antagonistic and racist. Like it was, it's like racist against like Chinese people. Yeah. And it's like, it was just like the other guy seemed really racist too. And he didn't say the word, but he, but it was just like everything else he was saying was horrible. Like, yeah. and it was just like a dark, like angry, like, true racist vibe coming from it like Absolutely. it was really racist uh i imagine he will not have a job before the end of the day you think well i don't know i maybe i'm giving snl even more credit like and more i feel like lauren michael's whole thing is just like i made my choice and yeah. that's gonna be that and i can do whatever i want and i somebody needs to appeal and like snl is like comedy for everybody not just people with taste so i have to have people like this on it too yeah we'll see like Ugh. It's um like don't forget that like they basically endorsed Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> like, and well, and their like co-head writers are both like disgusting. Oh, men. I mean, I'm sure that Colin Jost had a and Michael Che yeah. had a hand and uh, obviously had a hand in picking this guy and like they probably I'm sure they love him and I'm sure they don't care about this. No, that's true. So yeah. Look forward to this fucking joker. I don't even know his name on your TV for the next 10 years. I don't know. His, yeah. Oh, He's going like to be Sean running or Hollywood. Shane or something. Yeah. Great. Uh, in 10 years, we're going to be like, we're sorry, sir. We love <laughs> <Yes>. you. <laughs> Please hire us. We're going to scrub our <laughs> Yeah, internet. scrub this. Yeah. Uh, other news. Oh, did you see? <laughs> have you been following Jennifer Gunter's Twitter over the past 24 hours? I mean, I've unfortunately taken us not in the past 24 hours. No, I uh, can't say I have. So she posted, and I, I posted this on our Instagram story. Um, oh, good. Thank you. She posted a picture of a copy of her book the vagina bible lit on fire burning <laughs> and her caption is not sure i understand the point of the person who burned my book and put the video on instagram for a joke it wasn't a this book is lit joke or either so wait i think she's like saying that we did it which we didn't oh, i wish that we did it. i also feel like she's like trying to copy fucking aoc because there was that ad on <laughs> abc where it's like a, 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 her face like burns uh, and then yeah. she's like socialism is evil is like the copy yeah i was saying i think like because there's no link to whatever instagram thing this was or who this person is Propaganda. so i think this is like a jesse smollett situation i think so too no one is setting your stupid fucking book on fire no one's even reading why would it. No anyone one's care even talking about this fucking book like it's not that big of a deal yeah. it's not making the splash i expected it to make honestly no, and it, like if we, if Aggie Hewitt and Brian Rucker are not buying your book to burn it and posting it on social media, no one, no one is, is doing, doing it. it. We're the, we hate you more than anybody, and like <laughs> we are not doing it. So, so you're making this up. Yeah, where's the, like, where's the link? There's no, I mean, yeah, there's no link. There's no other reference to it. Uh, it's just, it's just. Uh, and like usually at those those pictures of you know MAGA people like burning whatever they like it's like them in the picture like trying to burn a flag or trying to burn whatever and and if somebody did it wouldn't you at least like link to their say who it was yeah you'd think but no one is calling her out on this and I'm definitely too afraid to like tag her and please anyone who's listening to this you know this do not tag her 
keep her as we're, far away from yeah. us as possible. No, do not tag Jen Gunter. We love she, to look at her from afar and talk about her, but we do not. If she ever finds out who we are, that we exist, we're in deep shit because yeah. like she's richer than us and smarter than us and she'll <laughs> fucking move to take us to task. Yeah, she will know. Oh my God. And then we'll, and then in addition to being banned from Netflix, we'll be banned from like CBC. <laughs> Uh, we're yeah really limiting our options here in hollywood uh so that's all the news well that's all the news that's fit to print and uh we're the the gray lady (laughs) this is the gray lady of the blonde lady (laughs) keep yourself uh so shall we move on to the uh, they're back to three newsletters summer's really over summer's over and they are it like they are hitting the books. I know school is back in session, and that means a lot more work for your old friends here. <laughs> Keep yourself. It was jarring to get those three newsletters because they were full newsletters. Yeah, I was like, oof, I didn't remember how much work this was. Yeah, I so, missed the days it was just like a link to an old thing about the Hamptons, and then like Gerda being like, yeah. "Why not try Ashwagandha?" Poor Gerda. Maybe Gerda's on vacation Gerda's now. Gerda's bumped. I didn't even. Or see maybe they Gerda. <laughs> they fired Gerda because her Instagram presence is so small. Because it's like so sad. They're like, this doesn't fit with our brand. I mean, we should not talk about people who don't have a lot of Instagram followers, but. We don't have a lot of Instagram followers. We have more than Gerda. We don't work for Goop either. And oh my God. Uh, So what is your best of the week? Okay. My best of the week is sort of more of like a spiritual. A lot of mine are more about like me. (laughs) Cool. But I just accepted that it's time for me to say goodbye to French girl beauty for a while. Mm. I don't want to say goodbye to it. I love it. I think it's cool. I've always wanted to be like, oh, I don't do anything. I just am what I, what I am. And does it work? No. Has it worked for me in my life? Not really. But as I as I get closer and closer to that magical age of 35, I have to acknowledge that my skin, look, has seen better days. Mm. And I don't, I'm not hating myself. But it's like when I go out at night, like there are quite a few steps of there are there is a full color palette of like green concealer, you know, white concealer, red concealer, yellow concealer. Like I'm going all in. I have to really spackle my face. I can't just be like, oh, it's just a little bit of bomb yard beauty and some mascara that I found. And sorry, guys, this is uh, this is me like. It was never working and now it's really not working. Like I, I cannot do it. And in order to have that French girl beauty at this age, you really do need the money to do the at home exfoliating that fucking thing that she rubs on that goop pouch that you can like rub on your face. Mm. Obviously Botox laser. I need like several things like surgically cut off my face. Um, electrolysis like you need like lots of you need basically to become like a Frankenstein in order to go out without makeup and I just can't afford it so makeup it is guys like I'm gonna be wearing makeup and I just there was a lot of like let's go back to French girl beauty French girl fall and I'm like I'm not a girl you are a a woman woman. and I don't I we both were relatively recently in France they wear makeup there French girl beauties like even the French girls don't do French girl beauty I mean French and a lot of French women are like just as I mean, like, I spent some time in, like, Provence outside of Paris, and it's, like, people who live in... They live in the sun. They're working outside. And they're not, like, all... They're just, like, normal-looking yeah. people, is all I'm saying. Like, they're not... The idea... It's a, it's a myth. It is a myth. 
It's a sales. Uh, and then, yeah, they're, they're also they're like drinking and smoking. They're not taking they care of their skin. They drink a bottle of wine a day mm. and smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. Mm. They fucking get and they're all in the sun harvesting grapes or whatever. <laughs> like, come on, you guys. Like, and also they have the wherewithal to be like, when I'm 34, I'm not a girl. There's no French woman in her mid 30s who's like, I'm a French girl. No, no. And as there's definitely no French woman who's as old as Gwyneth Paltrow who's calling herself a girl. Like. They they know when they become women, and it's time to just say, "I'm a fucking woman." And their wrinkles are beautiful, like Juliette Binoche, Isabelle Huppert, Catherine Deneuve. I also, mean, Gwyneth Paltrow's wrinkles are so cute. Yes. Her little her little um, crow's, crow's feet. feet. They're cute. I don't know how she does it. She's an amazing woman. Yeah, especially for a very fair skinned blonde white woman to have cute wrinkles. It's yeah, because our faces. It's a know. needle to thread, yeah. and she's threading it. Uh, so my best is I'm going to, uh, hypothesize right now that goop fellas is not long for this world. Okay. There's tension between Seamus and are you listening to the pod? I, so I listened to, I I felt necessary to try to listen to the podcast this week because they had Anthony from queer eye on it. I saw that when it wasn't enough time for me to listen. Okay. So first of all, I don't know if people know my stance on queer eye. I think it's like, sets gay rights back a generation it's, i think you've screened that into this story. very microphone it, yeah. i hate it i hate all five of them well i don't i've jonathan van ness is fine whatever and there's a couple that i don't even know about but i don't like anthony and i really don't like Carano. what about the original five <sighs> they're fine it was a different time they had they needed to do it's like you know they were rosa parks and so we don't need <laughs> whatever Anthony is <laughs> I'm not gonna finish this analogy obviously uh, I think that's a good idea but um yeah I do think that Carson Cressley is I that love his him. name yeah I'm sorry if you're a gay man in your 50s you're allowed to act like that but he's been acting like that forever but that was because it was a different time yeah but I once saw him do a fucking sit down interview with Kathy Griffin and it put me off both of them for a long time but i'm back on board with her because of the trump head yeah, thing <laughs> look like i don't need to defend carson cressley i'm sure he said a lot of really shitty it, things. it wasn't anything it was just like the screaming was mm-hmm. over i mean because it was like two people the two people who needed attention most in the world just trying to scream over each other <laughs> and they were like sitting in like a railroad car and like trying to be funny but it was like it was like blowing out the microphone i was like i can't believe that they put this on tv <laughs> it was insane but whatever anyway Sorry. Yeah, he's fine on because he judges on Drag Race every once in a while. He's fine, but okay. these new guys, you should know better. The world, I think, has moved on, and I, I like don't. I mean, I guess I do know gay people that watch the show, but it's mostly it's for straight people, and you're still like putting these uh, queer people, queer men, in the role of like fixer and, and it's helper. Like, Isn't this cute? Yeah. And like, oh my god, they're so cute, it's and gross. it's like you've never met a gay person, and you just like. I feel like it's for like nineteen year old girls who like want to like have a gay friend, but they've like don't know. Any yeah, and, and like, so they just and like, like woke, watch the show. married straight guys yeah. who also want to make it seem like they have gay friends. Who are like, oh yeah, like of course I love the yeah, show. Love I've got to learn about how to fucking like make guacamole with faye in it or oh, whatever. Yeah, me and my wife watch, watch queer eye every night, and it's like it's oh, great. Get it's a, a divorce. Date, date night. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Anthony, who is probably the least talented of a group of not very talented people. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one of course that puts Greek yogurt in his guacamole Disgusting. and a lot of other things. So he is on goop fellas. Uh, 
talking about, well, again, I only <laughs> listened to the first six minutes because I had to turn it off because okay. I couldn't deal with it. Um, Will, of course, Will is the perfect example of a straight guy who like likes to gay bait and like flirt with gay guys. Okay. And so, gay Wi- babe. yeah, Will mm. immediately is like, uh, you don't even know. Like I have like such a bromance with you in my head to, to Anthony. And then Anthony's Just, like, oh, I'm blushing. And then Seamus was like, oh, hello over here. Like I'm, I'm over here too, guys. Like get a room. Okay. Ugh, it was. It just sounds awful already. It was horrible. Also, isn't Seamus is like a real chef? I yes. mean, what is he going to even talk to this guy about? Exactly. So I, I, apparently there is a connection. So Anthony's sister has MS, and um, he was like, he was saying, "Will, oh, like, thank you for trying to help out my sister." And Will's like, "Oh yeah, I sent her a copy of Ketotarian." <laughs> Jesus. And then, but, but apparently it's um, Dr. Terry Walls was the one who originally like set up Will and um, Anthony's sister to like try to get treatment. So it's like all. But why in- didn't Terry Walls just try to give her treatment? She is busy with her own Instagram videos. She doesn't need she, Anthony's sister. Couldn't she just be like, here's what you need. Liver. And liver, then that's blood. it. Liver, blood, and kale. Yeah. Uh, but it's all, it all goes back to Terry Walls. Uh, it always does. And so that's about how long I got to the podcast. Um, Will saying that he is trying to help Anthony's sister by sending her a copy of Ketotarian. Him like fake flirting with Anthony. Anthony being just like completely vacant. And then Seamus just like getting out of the way. Uh, But this is a long (laughs) way of circling back to my best of the week is Seamus's recipes, which I think is a direct like shade on will and keto because he's okay seamus like his recipes this week were grain bowls things that specifically will cole would not want you to eat and seamus is like no eat wild rice eat farro eat quinoa eat whatever well their whole thing is they're like oh well everything is just a debate so i think you can eat this and i think like i actually think you can eat grain bowls and then will calls like oh that's very interesting because i think all you can <laughs> use avocados and they're like oh well just like two intellectual gentlemen of science having a conversation having a, yeah the siskel and ebert of uh grain bowls carbohydrates morons yeah. Uh, but I just think, you know, the center cannot hold. This cannot last forever. No. Uh, eventually, there's going to have to be a break. And I think, and maybe it's just me projecting, Seamus is getting a little tired of Will. And I... And that's what you hoped would happen. I love drama. And I love drama between straight guys. And you love Seamus. And I I, I do like Seamus. I have nothing against you Seamus. You enjoy Seamus. I enjoy Seamus. He's like... A bro, but sort of cute. And, like, I I used to remember before he got all healthy, like, going to his restaurants in New York when I had, like, a cool hotel job and, like, getting fucked up on sangria and, like, eating a bunch of, you know, tapas and then, like, calling your Coke dealer and having a good night at Seamus's restaurants. I mean, I think that you... Uh started out a lot stronger on Seamus when this podcast first came out. You were very, you were wildly sexually attracted to him. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm, I, again, and I think I like, I like old, like the, just the body of old Seamus. I love that. Like, dumpy round body. I mean, look, we can't help who we're sexually attracted to. I'm like sexually attracted to like that sideways portrait of the Marquis de Sade and also the racist comedian from SNL. I can't help it. Like, I don't like it, but it's like, there's something about like a really like white trash piece of shit that I'm just like, I love you. I mean, I don't, I think he's a bad person. I would never have sex with him or even talk to him, but I mean, I, I can't help it. Hey, we love who we love. We love, yeah, love love is love. love. (laughs) Uh, You know who else I think is 
sexy, but I could not. I would have to like literally like put a bag over his head so he couldn't talk to me. Who? Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because he's literally like the most annoying his, person. I like him with his like no facial hair and I have normal mm-hmm. haircut. I don't like him with his long hair and his Hamilton. No, 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 short hair. Look. But in Mary Poppins, oh my god. Yeah, he's hot in Mary so Poppins. Sexy. Yeah, but it's like true. But it's like shut the fuck up. Keep your mouth shut, yeah. Lynn. <laughs> Manuel. Yeah. Miranda. Turn around, Lynn. <laughs> Turn around. Lynn. Like, please. <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, uh, all right, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, what was your worst? My worst was, sorry, I have a lot of, um, <laughs> I mean, I have things that. Di- oh, I found it. My worst was the article about a road trip through the California coast. That was my worst too. Because I, okay, so I have great memories of doing road trips in California. When I was first dating Brian, one of our first like dates, he was like, where do you want to go? I'll take you anywhere. And I was like, I want to go up the California coast and go wine tasting. He was like, okay. And we like went, we stayed in a windmill and it was like so romantic. We were in Paso Robles, but like, I still love wine from there because of like my happy memories of it. Like it was like this like really romantic, like wonderful trip that like I have the best memories of. And I was so excited when I saw this and I was like, oh, this is going to be like another California road trip. And it's going to be like, here's where you eat. Here's where you stay. Why don't you go here? Why don't you do this? And it literally was like, go to Big Sur and wear this sweater and then go to Napa and wear these shoes. The end. And it was nothing. It didn't even tell you to go anywhere or do anything. It just said like like very general areas of California and then the outfits you could wear there. Yeah. Cause it was brought to you by our friends at Chloe. So it was just Which like, is like, okay, what? but like, can we have just more stuff in it? Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to see myself. I'm going to have more fun picturing myself wearing the Chloe clothes. If I'm also imagining like where, what hotel I'll be at or what I'll be doing, but nope, nothing. There was nothing. I really am at the point where I think they need to scrap the entire travel section of Goop and start from scratch because Jesus, that is a bold statement. It is embarrassing how just like basic their travel, like literally, sorry, California coast is very beautiful. I love it. But like Malibu, Big Sur and Napa Valley, like literally no shit, Sherlock. Well, you're yeah. not you're not giving us anything and like if you're gonna give us like crazy like intuitives like Stephen Gundry talking like screaming about lectins like all this shit like we need some crazy travel ideas too yeah. not the most boring basic ones think outside the box so here's my idea and we were talking a little bit about her before we started recording hire Caroline Calloway to do your travel good idea like cause she's she probably wouldn't do it she's Looney so Tunes uh, and she would like like you know lock herself out of places uh, go to like weird cities like get mugged like run out of money like, no that's sleep. the other one gets mugged oh that's true <laughs> she gets everything she wants and like lives in like luxury all but, the time. Car- but caroline also does like isn't like she always fucks up too like she i don't i think that she's always like why does everybody hate me and like i'm sorry like i sold you this but i can't find it to oh, give yeah. it to you and then like she's like oh, here you can just have your money back but i spent it but and, i just like, i need that like uh chaotic energy i like I need a little travel. bit more chaos. Yeah. I like Kat Marnell. Put, Hire Kat Marnell. Oh my God. I think that they should have Natalie and Caroline have a reunion and make them go on a road trip. And mm-hmm. then that's the travel blog where it's like, we stayed in a hotel, like Natalie got locked out and like sexually rejected by the bartender. <laughs> and then like Caroline like took Adderall and stayed up for 35 hours and then slept for 12 days. And like Caroline couldn't get into the Airbnb yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway. And so she had to like get a job as a, like a lettuce picker at a Whole Foods. <laughs> Uh, guys, if you haven't read the uh, Caroline Calloway expose on the cut, 
this is not a Caroline Calloway podcast. I but literally did not know who this woman was a week ago. And we'll forget who she is immediately. Yeah, also, like, it's not picking up a lot of steam. Like, nobody's really talking about it anymore. Yeah, it was like one day on one Twitter, day. people were freaking out. And it seems like there, there's probably like a, Venn, a good Venn diagram with people that are into Goop and people that are into uh, Caroline Calloway. So yeah. some of you probably know who she is. But yeah, I want, I just want like travel to be as interesting and crazy and like, I don't know, for lack of a better word, like an alternative yeah. than it is when everything else on Goop is sort of like at least cutting edge. You could say that in the positive or the negative way, but it's like different from the regular you know, the regular women's magazine or the regular lifestyle stuff. And for some reason, their travel stuff is just like fucking basic rich people. Or if it's going to be like aspirational, I just want more like, I mean, I've always, I love their travel guides and I do use them. Like whenever I go to a city, I will search like Raleigh Goop guide. Like I'll see if they have it. And then I'll be like, what are the restaurants they recommend or whatever? Like I use them, but I want like, I want more. I don't want something that's pretending to be a travel guide. That's just like not a travel guide in any way, shape or form. I mean, it was just so boring. Yeah. There weren't even links to like things to do or hotels. There was nothing. It just like was the name of an area. There was like nothing to even do there. Yeah. It was was weird. It's really pretty here. They have trees. Anyway, here's a sweatshirt. Ugh. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what was your craziest or saddest? Okay, so my craziest was another like personal development. There was this article about like here's how we get a good night's sleep, and it was your usual fucking bullshit, the G talks, the this, whatever. There was a lot that I drew inspiration from okay. in this list, and it does make another appearance. But one of the things that they recommend is like a spray for your per- for your pillow that like makes it smell good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just had this flashback to like an emotional memory I had where um, when I lived in Chicago, I was a style. I used to be a stylist and I was represented by Ford models, big, big agency. And I I I was only represented by them for a year because I quit doing that. But it was like I was like my first big agent. I was really excited. And um the holidays rolled around and I like went to go visit them to visit my agent. I brought him a gift that I thought was so cool. It was, um, these like scented pillow liners that I got from this place called Mers apothecary. That was this like cool, like boutique, uh, like beauty store in Chicago. That's amazing. And I was like, Oh my God, he's going to love this. This is no one would ever think to give someone this for the holidays. And I like, showed up at Ford and I was like, Merry Christmas, here you go. And he unwrapped it and he just looked at it and he was like, scented pillow liners. And the way I was like, as soon as he said it, I realized like that it was a weird gift to give someone that it wasn't a great gift. And I was like mortified. I was like, this wasn't good. And I'm sure he didn't even give a shit and like doesn't remember it at all. But I still felt like I just like the memory of it is like, I get like a visceral, like, oh my God, like I was there when he opened it. He thought it was so weird. I think it's a good, you is, you think it's weird because it's like too intimate? Maybe a little too intimate. But I think it's not, like I would love if someone gave me scented pillow liners. Like that's a great, that seems like a great it idea. Felt, like as soon as he opened it, I was like, oh, this seems too like weird to give to somebody. Huh. And I was like, oh my God, but <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe it was just in my head. Yeah, I don't know. With like, yeah, getting gifts for like, uh, like work any in any sort of capacity work people it is it's always like a fraught it's very challenging and like you know especially like your agent you want to give them something really cool and really nice but not too nice it's like they're it's hard to give like your agent a present i have a craziest and it is about 
a healthy gut because it is the return of Stephen Gundry. Gundry's back? Yeah, he has a new book to sell. Uh, it's like the same as all, all of his other books. It's called The Longevity Paradox. Another paradox. So many paradoxes. And it looks like it's covering all the same information that he's covered in his previous several books. Um, guess what? Genes do not uh, determine the aging process. It is your gut. Interesting. Uh, yeah, no he talks idea. about blue zones. I've never heard that before from him. Loma Linda, heard of it? It means beautiful hill in Spanish, and people live long there. Wait, he's talking about blue zones. He never talked about blue zones before. He's talking. Yeah, no, I'm being sarcastic. He's oh. talking, he talks about it all the time. That's all. Oh, he talks about. sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, the he talks they, about they the, peel the skin off the tomatoes there exactly yeah in um eastern orange county they always peel the skin off it's 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 their uh it's their, their way regional specialty it's the way of the loma lindens um he talks about internet intermittent fasting wow is um, that a new one for him no he always talks about this shit uh the things you're supposed to eat mushrooms nuts cruciferous vegetables lentils olive oil fermented foods green tea and avoid guess what lectins i mean why bother keep why write this book again it's all he ever fucking talks about like literally it's easier to just write a new edition of your same book and do like a new introduction or like add a new chapter i mean i'm sure that's what it is yeah probably um but i think what like once you have your original book of like this is my philosophy and then usually you do a second one that's like a rest more of like a recipe book yeah and then you sort of like can't go anywhere from there like no, what you else should do you just do? like quit your do job or be like i now i realize i was wrong and here's what i think yeah, yeah, now yeah. or like run for president or run for president but it's like no one's voting for gundry i mean you never know look he's no marianne no and he would he's, run on the republican ticket and he's a republican because he and let's not forget gundry is the man who in his book compared lectins to illegal immigrants that are trying to climb over the wall of your gut lining I so, was not aware of that. <laughs> so this is what the, a fucking yeah, idiot. He's like truly a oh horrible my God, person. I hate and, Stephen Gundry. Uh, yeah, he's definitely voting for Trump and did vote for Trump and loves Trump. Um, he should get Trump on the like Gundry diet. That would probably actually probably kill him. I mean, it would kill him. I would I mean, love to watch Trump try to eat like the Gundry way. I mean, I feel like it's like, can you imagine him cutting out lectins? All he eats are all he eats is like white buns from mcdonald's yeah i mean i guess lectins aren't that hard to cut out for him if he like stops eating ketchup on his burgers uh and you can't have diet coke i don't think on gundry oh yeah i don't know well mr president i don't think mr president we have a book for you it's yeah. called the plant paradox <laughs> it's uh, about how plants are trying to kill you actually he, he probably, probably does intermittent it fast because by he, accident like because he's too stupid Utes up so much adderall yeah like he probably is not hungry for he at least 12 hours Adderall. I can't wait when like I see actually like blue snot coming out of his nostrils. It'll oh it'll happen. Ah, uh, can't wait. Uh, all right, let's move on again. We keep hitting the third rail of <laughs> things we shouldn't be talking. I about. know. I'm like feeling a little self conscious about some of these things. Mm, that's all right. All right. What would you try? Oh, they had a five the five minute journal. I've been hearing a lot about this five minute journal. I don't really know exactly what it is. I think it's like a journal, but it's like fill in the blanks instead of writing your own stuff. I'm oh. really bad at journaling. I always get like two in my head about it, but my life is really is better when I do it. I love journaling. My therapist is always like journal and I love to do it. I just like you have to like it's like exercise. It's like you kind of have to get in the habit of it and then you're like you start craving it. But getting but then like i'll stop and then getting back into it is always really hard yeah i this was my try too um 
they're like the article's called Jumpstart Creativity, or no, sorry, List Making to Set Intentions, Jumpstart Creativity, and Ease Stress. And I feel like bullet journaling was popular a couple years ago. Bullet journaling is way too complicated. It's, like I tried it, but it's, I don't understand it. It's like you color code the, I have no idea. It's way too much. And so this one is like a big simplification of the process. And it's just like, oh, write a list for five minutes. Yeah. uh, Which sounds more doable. But I, yeah, I'm so bad. I'm just like not an organized person in any aspect of my life. Yeah. And so like this, but this does seem relatively doable. I don't know. Like just, and they talk about doing a to-do list. And then also um, the thing that they talked about uh, as far as creativity, like when you have an idea, to uh to try to write your ideas in list form it sounded interesting to me like i want to try i don't know i like writing lists yeah I write lists i i don't i it lists to me the idea of trying to write a list stresses me out which i realize means i probably should try to do it because like if i start writing a list then I'll know all the things I haven't done, (laughs) which I guess is the point. I mean, I like compulsively write lists of like all kinds of things, like not just things I haven't done, but it's like things that I want to read or things that I want to buy or things like, it's just like all kinds of stuff. Like that's what, yeah, I guess I write lists of things I've already done. Like I love like logging, like the movies that I watch and stuff. So, but it's interesting. It's just, yeah, I guess you do write lists. I do write lists. So maybe it's not too far a bridge to cross. I'm going to try it. Uh, but yeah, I went on like these um, these like bullet journaling websites, and there's some truly crazy people really? that take. I mean, it's beautiful. I wish I had like the handwriting to do that stuff, but it's uh, it seems like a lot of crossover in the like conservative Christian mom world. Yeah, which is like a world that I am familiar with and very intrigued by. Yeah. I mean, like you know, I love like my favorite people in the world are like weird Christian moms who like show doing fall decor in their house. Like this is like their time. They're like breaking news. Everybody. I finally have my fall decor thing and it's all the exact same shit. They all go to Michael's and Hobby Lobby and buy like pumpkins and Mm -hmm. stuff. And then they'll be gather and signs that say gather and family and blessed and, um, fall y'all. And some, and like a lot of them will get big signs that say like, fresh pumpkins 50 cents like they are selling pumpkins but they just like put it in the kitchen like so much of the shit then they like do their house up all like for fall and then like as soon as it's gonna be christmas they'll do christmas they'll probably do halloween they'll do and then like i don't know i think they just sort of like fall into depression during january and like leave it up for too long and then (laughs) they then for spring they like have to keep going so they're like for spring i'm doing this and then summer they'll like change it all up for lemons like they're always like decorating their house like with like seasonal decor it's amazing and i and i feel like they also probably like there's some bullet journaling in that there's like that sometimes they'll even cross into like a meal prep thing they'll do sort of outfits a lot of these women spend a lot of time at disneyland and are very interested in the disney verse oh i could see that for sure um there's the I fir- I found the first one because I was like looking for like of something about Disneyland and I found this girl <laughs> and I was just like tell me everything. God, yeah, this this girl that I found uh it's bohoberry.com and it's b e r r y and she is she's like this purple-haired tatted up Christian lady. Oh, uh, yeah. or I don't know if she's Christian. She just seems like that's like the vibes I get. And this is a blog from 2015, so I think she might have stopped doing it. Um, but 2015 was definitely like the height of the bullet journal craze. Sure. And she says, I'm Kara, adventurer, bullet journalist, artist, creative spirit. I'm here to show you how to live a more centered, organized and inspired life. One beautiful day at a time. And then she also was like trying to do whole 30, um, trying to get more Instagram followers. 
like making sure that she set up an orthodontist appointment for her daughter. Um, I mean, a whole 30 is definitely also part of this yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Like whole 30. Yeah. It's uh, doing this thing called miracle morning every day. And then there's like all these sort of key, like if you, you do an X, if something's already done, you do like a sideways V if it's not done or something. I don't really get it. It's, it's too so complicated. complicated. And like, you don't have to do it like that either. It's like people do all, it seems like there's just like, people are like coming up with their own weird systems for this stuff. Like, I don't know. It's really complicated. Yeah. Ooh. And then there's like 10 year goals, which are very dark. Cause it's like uh, my 10 year goal is to attend a blogging conference, speak at a conference, attend a blogging uh, conference, host a webinar. Wow. Visit Costa Rica with Mark. Oh my God. Take Bella on a cross country road trip. Okay. I need to stop reading this. Take Bella. Who's Bella? Her, I daughter? Think her daughter. Yeah, of course. Okay. I was just thinking it was like her dog. <laughs> it could be. That's my goal. Is no, because it's also, uh, uh, make Bella an orthodontist appointment. So, yeah, well, you never know. You know BB yeah. needs an orthodontist appointment. BB, you're going to get braces. Um, Meet the Dalai Lama. Oh, boy. That's on there. She yeah. wants to host a webinar and meet the Dalai, <laughs> Dalai Lama. Lama. Learn to and sail. And an orthodontist appointment. Learn to sail. Learn to surf. She learn doesn't to really play want the guitar. I'm going to tell you something. First of all, she's not going to do any of those th- three things for sure. Mm-hmm. And also, she doesn't even really want to. I do, ref- I do not believe she wants to learn to sail. No. Buy a Jeep Wrangler. Ride That's an elephant. One. That's bad. You shouldn't ride an elephant. I No, the Jeep Wrangler. Oh, I yeah. rode in a Jeep Wrangler in North Carolina. My, one of the Uber drivers had one. And it was really nice. That sounds good. It was like a new one. Learn to make my own cleaning and personal care products. What? It just put vinegar in a squirt bottle with water. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Develop a line of men's jewelry. Why? What? Be interviewed on a popular podcast. Hey, come on. Come on, yourself. yourself. We can let you cross one off the list. Yeah. Boho Berry. Uh, I'm sure she listens. Okay, let's move on. I don't <laughs> need to like, make popular. fun of some lady with a blog from 2015. You don't? I don't. No, it's, yeah, it's not on my, not on it's my list. It's not on your list. 10 year list. Uh, what would you buy? It's buy the $285 silk pajama set from the thing Ooh. about how to go to sleep. So you can watch uh, Queer Eye with your man in silk pajamas. I would probably, I would watch uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Okay, yeah, yeah. With my man. He would watch it more than I would. Uh, they had a lot of silk stuff. There was also a silk pillowcase, but I'm like, I feel like I would like, secrete shit out of my head <laughs> and it wouldn't work like i would get i would like drool on it and like it would just get really disgusting yeah. like i don't know yeah silk i mean no human like if you have like a human body that secretes things you shouldn't all silk sheets and just general. don't sleep on silk yeah, yeah. sleep in a silk outfit oh sure because you can put in the washing I machine i get my period on it but that'll be <laughs> it but like i don't have to worry about like drooling on it <laughs> Uh, no, I, yeah, like, God, drool, everyone, I mean, everyone drools in their sleep. That's like a normal thing to do. Oh, I drool in my sleep all the time. It's like really disgusting, but I will like wake up in like a puddle of drool (laughs) (laughs) and sweat. It's gross. It's hot these days. Yeah. People still like me. Oh, sure. At least a couple. I mean, look, I found the guy to stay. So whatever. Uh, that's all you need. Um, so I actually couldn't find anything in the newsletters that I wanted to buy. So I like went on the, the old men's section. All right. Goop, fair, which, fair, fair, I was fair. Like, they need the, they need the page views. And if I'm not going to do it, no one is. It's they have like li- exactly one. I think that they may have stopped doing it already. Cause didn't they used to like put men's like in the last couple months they would, it would do it I, a lot. And they now would like put it in the regular newsletters. Yeah. They were trying to like get more people to pay attention to it. Oh man. Yeah. I need to, I need to really, uh, visit the men's store more. So you need to give them the business. You need down. to, you vote with your dollars. I do. Um, and they had 
uh, a bunch of stuff from the company Grown Alchemist. Which yes, this is what I wanted the body lotion from last week. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Great. like because I have the 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 hand lotion or the hand oh, cream. Oh, you do. Because we got it when we went to where did we go? That store. Me and you. Yeah. Um, um the Credo store. Oh, Credo. Credo yeah. That's what you got. Yeah. So uh, they have a body cream that's only twenty six dollars. And because we were talking about like moisturizing your body last this week. This was the thing that I had last week from them. It's a body what was the exact cream. Mandarin and rosemary leaf. Oh, see, no, the one that they, I didn't know they had mandarin and rosemary leaf, but I would get that one instead. The one that I had, I just thought was like pomegranate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I don't like the smell of pomegranate. Yeah. I don't really either. But like, um, I love like mandarin and rosemary. That's, or, yeah. Orange and rosemary is a classic combo and it's a. I'm an orange a masculine bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like my Joe Malone one that I said that I use is orange. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And orange blossom when the colder weather months i feel like this is a good fall winter scent yeah. um and it's like a very it's a black uh tube with a lot of text on it and i like very it masculine very masculine very very masculine yeah uh yeah me and Seamus can rub each other down that's right <laughs> or me and, and Lynn and me and the racist guy from snl Perfect. and me and my imaginary version of the marquis de Sade, which i guess like I'll just like put Brian in a wig. <laughs> oh, I could see him enjoying that, honestly. I mean, I don't, th- I can't see him enjoying it, but I could see him do- agreeing to it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay. Uh, cool. Well, now that we've divulged our darkest sickest sexual, sexual fantasies, <laughs> I guess that does it, right? I think that's it. That's it. I think that's we got to go. Sweet. This is getting out of hand. Guys, thank you so much thank for listening you. to Goop Yourself. If you like the podcast, please go on to Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Write a nice review. Rate us five stars. It please. helps more people. Yes, it helps find a lot. The podcast. Um, subscribe to our Patreon. We have newsletters. We have extra podcasts. Uh, go to Teespring. We have t-shirts. Totes. Whatever. Mugs. mugs a bunch all of that shit. garbage. Um, it's not garbage. It's good <laughs> stuff that we're selling. It's, it's not garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. We need to log off. Yeah. This is uh, too much. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.